Section number 34 of the Anzac Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Lost Poem by R.A.I. From the Anzac Book. Edited by C.E.W. Bean I called to see our regimental poet last evening. He had previously told me that he intended to write something for the Anzac book. Our poet is also Q.M. Sergeant, and when he is not writing requisitions or taking backsheesh out of our rations and watering our rum, he writes poetry. When I called on him, he was in his dugout, surrounded by bully beef tins, empty cases, and his ill-gotten shares of our daily issues. He has many callers, and I am afraid their inquiries rather spoilt his verses. When I arrived, the QMS was already in a poor humor for writing poetry. The O.C. had been worrying him about galvanized iron for cover for some dugouts. Three men had complained about the scantiness of their rum issue, which somehow always annoys the QMS, and he had received no letters in the day's mail, except a bill from a chap he had borrowed a pound from in Charlesville two years ago. Still, our QMS is a sticker, and he read me the covering letter which he was sending to the editor. He said he thought it would be as well to get the letter off his mind first. That would make the writing of the verses necessary, and he would have to complete the job in order to keep faith. Before I arrived, he had written, Yes, Mr. Editor. I will try to write something for your book. Tis a glorious day, bright with sunshine, and the snow has melted away from the sides of the hills, snow that so many Anzacites saw fall for the first time. I know a state where no snow falls, and tonight, being rum issue night, I would sing to you of black soil plains and wheat fields, of warm, comfy boundary riders' huts, and of holidays where plump maids join you in surf-bathing excursions. But you see, I am a QMS, and at other times when I have tried to versify, I have been disturbed. We have a quarter master, but of course I do all the work. Well, let's rhyme. Boy, bring me the lyre. The quartermaster? No, I don't want the quartermaster. I want a harp that I may sing to my muse. He had just read this much out when the sergeant came in and reported that the CO insisted on galvanized iron being procured tomorrow. Then a corporal called and wanted to know could six men in his section have new boots 
and when would the rubber boots be ready for the coes in the trenches how can a man write when he is interrupted like this asked our poet i had a lovely inspiration too about surf bathing it ran like this but again there was an interruption the sergeant cook was the caller and he was angry and hostile how the can i cook seventy beef teas forty puddings and two hundred milk diets with the blooming quarter issue of water i get love me when i was cooking for shearing sheds out on the baru where it never rained i could get as much water as i wanted if you want them blooming milk diets you got to get me water or cook them yourself i don't know whether our poet had a rod with which he taps the rock and brings forth water but he mollified the surgeon cook by getting water from somewhere it tasted well in the rum too i would have heard the first line of the poem if one of the surgeons in our hospital had not called down for three hot water bottles a tin of bovril and some brandy for a sick soldier i wonder how sick you have to be before you get brandy before the surgeon had gone the orderly officer came in he bullied the qms about not getting some tents repaired it's hard work trying to write a poem here said the qms sadly when the orderly officer departed for two pins i'd chuck writing but that idea about the surf girls is too good to lose i was going to start with this line those patients up in number three ward must have more blankets and you will have to get another forty beds ready tonight yelled a voice at the door excuse me a bit said the poet he was gone about an hour when he returned there were five men waiting to interview him the corporal wished that the qms would explain how men were to keep their boots on without laces and whether socks were supposed to be everlasting the second caller came on a more peaceful mission he simply wanted to know if the qms had heard anything about a consignment of christmas billy cans that good people in australia are supposed to be sending us i don't know why but this query made my friend very angry do you think i've got your bloomin billy cans he yelled why should a qms say a thing like that and he seemed so indignant about it too the third chap wanted some paper and an envelope to write to his girl the fourth wanted an old blanket and some twine to make a shroud for a man who had died and the fifth asked whether the qms knew what was the latest war news when he was told to go to a place warmer than port darwin he asked quietly if either of us could tell him if sheep would do well around adian opal after the war it was growing late but i thought i would wait a bit and hear that first line 
about the surf bathers. Two men came in for soap. A doctor chap called to ask whether there was any fruit to make a fruit salad for a sick man. A lance corporal said his boots hurt and got a bigger pair. The cook came back and complained that somebody had pinched six tins of condensed milk and an officer's servant inquired whether his boss could have an old box and a ground sheet to make a bath. Then the QMS had another rum and took up his pencil again. He spread out a piece of paper and commenced to write. I'll get that first verse off and read it to you, he said. He would have done it too, but for the sergeant major. Our sergeant major is a, well, he is just a sergeant major, and he does not write verse. What about those great coats? He roared. Didn't I tell you to get them today? And they are not here. Weeks ago, I ordered you to get them. I don't suppose you ever requisitioned for them. What's that you're writing now? Requisitions? No, sir, said the QMS. It's a poem. Then the major saw red. What the blazes have I got here, he yelled. Men dying from cold because they've got no coats. And you writing poems. What the? He fainted away. And I was present when the doctors came out of the hospital tent to which they carried him. One of the doctors said the sergeant major was a splendid soldier, but he had received a tremendous shock from some unknown cause, and they don't think he can recover. When the QMS heard that, he became very despondent. I won't write that poem now, he said, but it would have been a splendid thing. All about a pretty girl in the surf who met a fellow from the bush. R.A.L. First Australian Stat Hospital End of section 34. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.